Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of The Clapper Report. I'm Justin. I got Damien here next to me. What's going on, everybody? Woop woop. Um, so this week we're going to be talking about the continuation of the free agent frenzy in this odd time of year. A lot of stuff happened since we last had our episode. We did it on the first day of free agency. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also going to talk about our favorite teams and how uh, they're kind of in cap hell. Yeah. And how much we want to cry. Pretty much. And uh, yeah, should be a good episode. Yeah, let's move on. Let's get into it. Want to talk about the beer? Yeah, sure. We, we've kind of uh, tapered away from our beer talk lately. Did we? I don't even remember. Go back to our roots. Back to our roots. Hey, guys. <laughs> Are you going to keep that in? You should keep that in. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Um, so, yeah. So, today, my beer, I have two. Okay. Um, one is Phil's Blonde Ale. I've never tried it. Uh, you'll hear me crack it at some other point. It's from Waiting River, New York. Long Island, right? Yeah, they have the Long Island, like logo on the front there. I don't know. Oh, that's um, Long Island is that a company in uh, Riverhead? Yeah, so I remember seeing them out in Riverhead when I went to their. They it was like their live at their five, like they have in Patrick, but they did it out in Riverhead too. I only went to the Riverhead ones. Really? I've only been to the Patrick ones. That's crazy. Uh oh. Wow. But I did go to that one once. Okay. And it was pretty dope. I actually got one of their beers. I forgot what 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 it was, but. That was before I started drinking my pale ales. So, you know, if I sipped an IPA back then, I was probably throwing up. You so, were still clowning me. I uh, I was still making fun of you. Although, I still make fun of you because you were drinking some crazy ass... What is that? Imperial pumpkin ale? I don't even know what imperial means. Is that actually a meaning? So, like, back in the 1600s, England would try to take over a bunch of countries. And they were known as an imperialist nation. Yeah. Um, so where does that correlate to beer? It doesn't. <laughs> I'm just being a dick. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, I think I Imperial- thought you really had like some long wave <laughs> explaining Imperial, and I was hyped up to hear about how no, they were chugging beers in the fucking. <laughs> no, um, it just sounds nuts. It sounds it's like, like it's like a certain type of like yeah, it's a certain way of um fermenting it. I think some way like or like double dry hopping it. I don't know some shit. Double what? What'd you say? It's complicated. I, yeah, well, I don't know I, if we're going to get into the science fully, behind but beers. Is, but. but this is a Blue Point Brewing Company, uh, Big Mother Pumpkin. They just released it. It's terrifying, actually. It's got a scary little jack lantern as a head. Oh. Um, doesn't look like a mother that I would be a fan of, but it's so spooky. Mm. It's good just in time for Halloween. Uh, does it? Is it Obviously, it tastes like pumpkin, but does it really taste like pumpkin, or is it like this is like a disgusting 9.0 beer that we say tastes like pumpkin. No, it does have pumpkin taste. It does. It's just a little bit heavier. Heavier. Like you, like it'll fill you up if you drink a whole one really quick. Oh no. That's why you don't drink it really quick. Well, and yeah, that's what I kind of like now about drinking the IPAs and everything like that. It's it, you can sip on them and it yeah. still does the job and yeah. like you enjoy your time and you enjoy the sips. You don't like just chug as many as you can as quickly as you can well that's the thing that's why i love sipping them while while i play nhl just like nhl 21 came out today yeah i can't wait to play it after this i know i was Uh, watching actually a couple of videos online on youtube that dude uh nasher i forgot his name oh you ever see his video 61 yeah Yeah. 
I don't know. He he's a little out like crazy when it comes to his videos. Ooh, throwing shade. Boom. No, 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 no. <laughs> but I don't know. He he like screams the entire time. So it's not really well, like my cup of, of tea. Well, yes, but like his is kind of like the. And I'm not roasting him. I'm roasting him now. But it, it sounds like the I'm a hype beast type kid yelling. Yeah. Rather than like, I don't know. There's actually this one dude I used to watch on YouTube all the time. 2BC Productions. <gasps> 2BC Productions. Dude, dude. I still watch him sometimes. Dude, with, with He's actually been popping shit. up with his GM mode on yeah. my YouTube and I've been watching yeah, him lately. Dude, he's so steez. Dude, I love that guy. I, I used to love when he would do a dumbass trick. Yo, shout out to 2BC. Yeah, no. Johnny Superman. Johnny Superman here. Let's go. I didn't know anybody else knew him. With another episode of GM mode commentary. His GM (laughs) mode is lit. And then I loved his uh, be a pro mode with the uh, General Zod. General Zod. (laughs) His laugh whenever he crunches somebody absolutely makes the video. I can't believe somebody else fucking knows him. Dude, I've been watching for years actually now. Literally since I was in like high school. Yeah, like not even years. Bro, I've been watching him forever. I know. It, and like it's actually cool. he's still 14. doing it. I know. He takes like these odd breaks though. I remember yeah. I remember it was a little bit where it was like a year, not a year, but a really long time, but I think he has something going on. And uh, well, I kind of felt like off. mad mysterious though. Yeah. Like I don't even think there's a picture of him at all like online. There's I actually just... a big like community of YouTubers that are like faceless. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. I kind of like the like anonymity of it. Like it's not like for the clout basically. It's kind of just like Oh, what? Is this his face? Wait, did you... Are you about to show me 2BC right now for the first time ever? Hold on. Let me talk for one second. Yeah. But um, I, I guess really quickly about him uh, was I was just watching him finish up his series where he actually did the... Uh, where he made the Seattle Kraken, pretty much. Well, he made a Seattle team as like an expansion in his GM mode. Uh, it... It was just bringing back a lot of memories of watching this dude throughout the year. So, again, shout out to him. I can't wait to hopefully see his picture here. Okay, so this is his brother, Domsky. Okay, yeah, I remember Domsky. And they're brothers, so yeah. keep it in mind. Which is honestly exactly what I thought. <laughs> yeah, that is <laughs> exactly General Zod. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Why is he sitting like that? Yeah, or staring like that. I think that's a very poorly stretched picture. That definitely has to be on like a Android phone from like 2000, like what 13, and it just stretched out. Hopefully. Oh wait, wait, wait. Who is this? We're diving deeper into University of Regina. Why is this popping up? I don't even know. But if that's him, I wish he kind of looks like uh, Phil Kessel. Tyler. Oh. Oh, Tyler. Shout out to Tyler. <laughs> wait, let me see again. It <laughs> does look like Tyler. Just like the fate, like the hairline, kinda. Are you roasting the non-existent no, I'm Tyler? No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not roasting him. Ah, uh, he's gonna get mad on his little run there in uh, <laughs> Texas uh, later. Halfway in. Who the fuck is this? What? what? Oh, that's another YouTuber I used to watch actually. I don't know who that is. But, but anyway, yeah. So I'm really excited to play NHL 21. Yeah, um, you and your hamster. You had to feed him extra this week to download that, huh? Yeah, I started downloading the game like uh, Sunday night, actually, yeah. or Sunday during the day, because I was like, oh, the game comes out Tuesday, but it only comes out. It only came out for um, what's the EA early access? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so, so it I came got out it Tuesday. Um, any of our friends listening, as you know, Justin's <laughs> Justin's internet is not his best friend. <laughs> That thing is a hamster wheel, and that hamster has to be at least eight years old. And has overweight. to be the oldest hamster in, in history of hamsters. And he's overweight, too. And he's overweight, 
he really doesn't like the carrot, so <laughs> yeah, he's not healthy. Yeah, he like he likes uh, candy corn instead. Yeah, he this... think I try to convince him that it's healthy. He'll eat it. But yeah, so if you ever see a a, go, a GoFundMe shared from the Clapper Report Instagram, which we'll do the reading later for that. Yeah. Um, just know it's for his internet. Just know it's for a new router in that room. Yeah, because I. Uh... Yeah, somebody please help me. I don't make a lot of money. <laughs> but, um, yeah, maybe we'll get a game on there together. Maybe finally post that video. You know, we kind of talked about it, what, like on our first episode, yeah, second episode, we were, you're not going I'm the, literally the best player in the world. No, I'm not the best player in the world. Sorry, don't challenge me, guys. Uh, I'm the best out of everyone that we know, though. 100%. And yeah, Mark, I if you're listening to this, I'm better than you a thousand percent. Have you ever played him? Play. Yes, I have multiple times that I beat him every time. So, I made him mad. I've almost made him throw his controller, right, Mark? Text us right now. Wow. <laughs> I think we're gonna have to have like a like a definitely get have. together and have everybody just playing NHL and see who's actually the cream of the crop here. We could do a whole bracket and everything, make it a big live streamed event. I need like the first two rounds as buys. Hmm. Yo, if you think about it, we can actually set that up. Have like a whole tournament on NHL set up. Yeah. We could do it in here, right on that TV, or or we can. All right, we'll figure that out. <laughs> we have a lot of hockey news to cover, and we're kind of just like, I don't even know, I don't even know where uh, where to start. So I think that's why we're kind of dabbling here on all the uh, NHL 21 news here. Well, I'm also just really excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm dead ass gonna pick up like Taco Bell or something. No, I already had Taco Bell this week. Berg, uh, I already had this week. No, I'm gonna get some fast food or something. I'm sitting in my room, drink some beer, and play it. <laughs> Jealous. I might join you later this weekend. Let's go. Anyway, so, where do you want to begin? <laughs> well, I guess we could start with probably one of the biggest storylines of the past, what, week? Yeah, honestly, even more than that, though. Was, like, yeah. the entire free agency offseason. Ever since the Blues got eliminated. Yeah, Alex Pertangelo, man. Yeah, he uh, signed in Vegas uh, for seven years for $8.8 million per. That is insane. That's a massive contract. Um, is that the most by a defenseman? It has to be up there, at least. Um, I don't know if it's the most from a defenseman. It's not the most. Well, in, I think Shea Weber the current... is the most. Oh, Shea He's Weber. about to turn 31, though. That'll take him until he's 38. Um. He's going to be uh, Char 2.0? Yeah, seriously. Um, so I'm actually looking right now at the uh, defenseman. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Um, so Eric, oh my God. Eric Carlson. Wow, was I not right? No, I wasn't right. So Eric Carlson, 11.5 million. Wow. Drew Doughty, 11 million. Roman Yossi, 9. PK Subban, 9. And then Alex Petrangelo, 8.8. So okay, he is- so he's high up on the list, but... Honestly, I didn't even realize Carlson's making an eleven and a half million dollars. Well, dude, we have to remember he was one of the best defensemen in the league for a very long time, which we will talk about later. Okay. Oh our, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're doing too. I forgot to mention at the top of the show. Yeah, yeah. we're gonna go over our top ten defensemen in the league. So there maybe we'll see takes. Carlson on that list. We might. Maybe. We might. I actually forgot. I I did mine like thirty minutes ago. <laughs> I already forgot. So. But anyway, back to the news about him going to Vegas is insane. That that's their guy now, Fuck obviously. Vegas. Yeah. Um. Well, him and Shea Theodore. Shea Theodore. Yeah, well, 
I think Petrangelo at least this season well, is going to take the spotlight. Number one, yeah, yeah he's but, obviously going to take the spotlight this season. It's all going to be eyes on him if he's actually going to be. He was great on the Blues. He and he's a great defenseman in and general. He's a captain, too. fifty-two points, and uh, you know this past season he was a the captain there, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's got a good Corsi four for him. So I mean, obviously he makes an impact. So hopefully he can continue that with Vegas. Yeah, and they're 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 hopefully gonna you know wipe out the Canucks there. Well, I'm kidding, uh, I'm kidding, well I'm kidding. so no, they won't. Hmm? They won't wipe out the Canucks. Explain. Because according to GM in Vegas, uh, what's his fucking name? Peter Foley or something. That's his name, right? I don't I, even know. Whatever the hell his name is. Fuck or Vegas. Bill Foley. Bill, Bill Foley. Foley, Peter Foley, Ben Dover, same thing. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so according to him, he's they asked him about a recent trade, which we will go over um and with dealt with vancouver and foley said that yeah it's gonna be scary but they're in the canadian division is he hinting at a canadian division yeah well, is that actually a thing that's gonna happen yeah i mean we saw a breakdown on on instagram actually um it was mainly a guy on reddit who kind of came up with an idea of it yeah. of splitting up all the divisions um, an interesting thing in this COVID land is that the border is still technically shut between yeah. U.S. and Canada. I mean, maybe the NHL can get certain permits and stuff like that to, to have the teams go through because obviously it's like a certain thing. You would hope, yeah. Or or maybe this guy on Reddit, maybe uh, you know the the GM of the <laughs> Vegas Knights, a little more plugged than us. He's uh, a <laughs> Or the owner, right? He was the owner. I don't even so know. So he probably is. he's probably care. a little bit better of an <laughs> insider than we are. But um, they talk about about the Canadian division. So yeah, it's all the Can- Canadian teams uh, from east to west, uh, which is a lot of travel, especially compared to the potential metropolitan division. Yeah. So if you look at the map, they split it up. So obviously, again, as he mentioned, all the Canadian teams are up there. They literally go from the East Coast to the West Coast. They they span the entire, like, country land. I don't even know what word I was looking for. Yeah. Um, half of that distance is going to be what they consider the Western Division. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, all those Canadian teams, Vegas Knights themselves, you know, you got Phoenix, Colorado, um, the Stars. So, they're all going to be traveling across basically the lower, <laughs> the lower West region of... Uh, California area, pretty but much. But even that's just so far. It's just like, well, yeah, it's a far stretch. Even Minnesota, like, look at Minnesota. They're saying, gonna, yeah. they have a pretty long distance. Um, not as far as the northern division. They no, call it. no, no. But it, it's definitely going to be extensive, especially in a league where also in in that um, report that they're talking about with the Knights. Yeah, he was saying, you know, most weeks they're they're going to be playing four games a week, which is a lot of strain. Four games a week. He said even some weeks on certain teams, you, you might be looking at five, which yeah. is mind-boggling. You know, we thought we had a lot of hockey when we were watching the playoffs. Well, so... Watching these teams play four games and then traveling these distances, I mean... Yeah, I mean, so two things that I want to point out in regards to that. One, I would think it would kind of have to be like baseball, where it's like, um, you know, they versus the same team, like... Yeah, they kind of get their home know, stands out of the way. Yeah, and, exactly. kind of do their traveling. Uh, to then. limit travel as much as possible. Um, or to keep it all in one section of the season. Yeah. Um, and two is there might not be an AHL next season. 
So that would allow for the NHL teams to have larger rosters, kind of like what they did with the, uh, the play-ins and everything, where they had a bunch of players from the minor leagues get called up into the NHL yeah. roster, you know, sit in the press box. But if need be, you know, if, say, like, for instance, like, Barzell was tired. Put in, a, yeah, put know, in another AHL guy, depth guy to come in for a night. Yeah, exactly. You know, give them, give the uh, stars a rest. Which is even a, a conversation. It's that, interesting. Yeah, the conversation to have. And even goaltending. You know, we mentioned yeah. a lot of people say they want the two goalie systems in a normal mm-hmm. season. Picture playing four or five games. Do you need a oh. third goaltender? <laughs> Without a doubt, especially because injuries happen constantly. Yeah. You know, especially with goaltenders. Goaltenders always have lower body injuries. So it's... Um, I would look into definitely having three goalies, but uh, I would pray that I have one in my system that can come up. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> the Islanders, we just signed our third goalie, but we'll talk about the Islanders later. We will. Um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see next season, especially with the, the new di- proposed divisions. Hopefully that goes through. Hopefully the season starts, man. Hopefully we have a season. Well, yeah. I mean, I know they're waiting to get fans in there. That's yeah, That's the whole thing. Because they're, mean, even at like... 25 percent capacity you could at least yeah. try which is arizona and florida's <laughs> nightly uh, sorry usual. i had to i'm so, i hate to knock on the south but i have to i'm sorry guys hey you know i'm an islander fan and a lot of times especially in brooklyn that's kind of what it's completely like anyway. different no it is completely different <laughs> but even looking at that is almost sometimes embarrassing yeah. you see it on the tv and you're like and you're like, why there? is the front row empty? And you're like, <laughs> like, what is going on there? Those tickets cost 40 bucks. Why are they empty? I know. Nobody wants to go to Brooklyn, so that's why our new home's going to be, uh, hopefully, going to be packed. Like right by Queens, which isn't much better. I know. We'll see. Um, Wishes back at the Coliseum, though. But there is Next no, season, anyway. even though hopefully we get in there, but anyway. we're in New York, so we're probably never going to go into a venue for five years. True. So, uh, next up on the docket is Patrick Alina. And his agent are really talking about being traded. Yeah, the, yeah. There was a lot of reports of uh, they. They both he, want to trade. Yeah, I don't think he. So there was like a lot of confusion back and forth. Apparently, he never requested for a trade. Mm-hmm. But his camp and even the Jets themselves, they they were saying they were like, it makes sense, and it it, it would be mutually beneficial for a trade. Mm-hmm. That's the correct term. Mutually okay. beneficial is what they said. See, when I first read that, the mutually beneficial. I thought it was a mutually agreed to terminate contract. And at first I was like, uh, wait, what? Wait. <laughs> I was like, wait. what the fuck? Well, I, um, I think they have the, uh, you know, the reins on them for like another three years. Is it that long? Yeah. So they have the contract for another three years. But then again, oh, if there's fuck. already rumblings now that they don't want to be on there and that he's possibly requesting a trade, they're going to lose a lot of room on that. Well, exactly. And, you know, it's like. We went over it before, man. He's not like a bad player. No, he he's certainly not, and he's not getting the first time, uh, first line ice time that he really wants. Yeah, I think that's his main, his main argument and main reason for not even wanting to be there. So I mean, uh, yeah. So I just looked. He's he when he signed it, it was a two year deal. Um, but now it's only a it's a one year with six point seven five. Wait, he only has one year left. Yeah, just this year. It well, it was a two year contract that he had signed. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, I th- no, for some reason it, I thought it was three years. I guess. Why are you, so, bro? Look at how many free agency signings there are. There's so many contracts to do. I with. know. You <laughs> can, nobody can keep track. That's why I, I. That's why I looked it up because I, I had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, I mean, I thought it was two years from now, so I thought it was he signed a three year deal. Yeah. But. Well, well, I guess we'll see. 
I honestly don't think he's getting traded. I think the asking price from Winnipeg would be way too high. I feel like they just ride it out and maybe try to trade his rights next year. If yeah. I know there was a lot of Islander fans that for some reason thought that that would be a, a figment. Fucking but then, stupid. I'm sorry. No, that's no, no, no. It, it was so stupid. <laughs> but that's why they were saying, oh, well, we're going to move this contract with this contract. We yeah, got we're going to move Nick Letty and Johnny Boychuk. You're not fucking moving them. Okay. Same with Louis Erickson and Brandon Sutton. You're not moving them. You we're going to move Boychuk eventually, one way or another. I wish I could say I wish I could agree with that, but <laughs> no. But we'll see what I, happens yeah. with Line, we'll, line A, we'll, though. Yeah. I mean, he'll stay. He'll stay this season. Maybe he resigns. Maybe he he goes. Who knows? Yeah. Is he? Do you, did you read if if he's an RFA? I think he is. Okay. Because he's going to be uh twenty three at the end of the contract. Okay. So yeah, yeah, it'll definitely be an RFA at that Let point. Let me actually double check real quick. Uh yeah, he'll be an RFA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wild. Yeah. Anyway. Uh so speaking of there is no speaking of we hate the leaves, but um <laughs> but Joe Thornton, who is I I love Joe Thornton. Um as a person, as, yeah, I love Joe Thornton. As much of a pain in the ass as he is on the ice sometimes. Uh he signed with the Leafs. For league minimum at seven hundred thousand for a one That's year deal, good contract in my opinion. It's pretty gnarly, honestly. I mean, you're getting a you're getting a fourteen year vet, league yeah. minimum, good player. I mean, overall, I mean, I don't know what his stats really look like this year. He's definitely on the downturn. I mean, fourteen seasons. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, he's got sixteen hundred games played. Well, I think that's just fourteen with the Sharks because he he was on the Bruins for a few years too. Right? Yeah, he was on the Bruins for I think like two or three years before, like way back. When. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's got like sixteen hundred games played. Sixteen hundred games played. That, isn't that insane? That is nuts. That um, is nuts. Um. My favorite stat line here: four hundred and twenty goals. Yeah. Uh, oh, Snoop Dogg. Smoke weed every day. Oh, what is this NHL twenty now? <laughs> and now our guest commentator, Snoop Dogg, <laughs> and he's just like. Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, God, I cringe every time I fucking hear that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Good. I love Snoop Dogg, but that was just... You remember, So, I don't know if you played this Call of Duty. Did you play Call of Duty Ghost? Oh, was that after Modern Warfare 3? Was it after Modern Warfare 3? I think it was after... I could be wrong. I could be messing up the timeline here. I think it was the one after Black Ops 2, to be honest. It was the first... It was the first Xbox One. I, I think it was right after I Black Ops I, I think I did. Honestly, though, it probably I probably didn't like it too much because I don't remember it. So what they tried to do, because um, you know they tried to sell map packs back then. Yeah. They sold a voice pack, and it was Snoop Dogg <laughs> doing like all like the search and destroy. But it was no. Snoop Dogg. Search and destroy. Like, was like oh or my then God. him like reloading, reloading. I don't know how he said it, but it was so funny. I feel like it's kind of weird for us to try to imitate. Yeah, him. I can't, imitate, can't imitate, him. imitate him. I can't imitate him. But if you have, if you did not play that game, definitely YouTube search it real quick. I'm sure you can find that's clips so of funny. What's Snoop Dogg actually doing like the Call of Duty? And he de- uh, but you know he definitely did like one of the, his gimmicks where it's like like for shizzle and everything. He oh no, he did re lizzle like. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Dude, it was Something the weakest thing ever. Cringy, like, but like, 
Well, okay, so, you know, as cringy as it is for somebody who's, like, into, like, NHL or COD, it's pretty cool, though, to have, like, a celebrity being involved in that kind of thing, being involved with the fans. I think that's cool, though. As much as I disliked hearing it all the time, yeah, it was still pretty cool to see that fan interaction. Yeah. And I got to give EA and I guess that was Treyarch? Was that Treyarch? No, no so that was Infinity Ward. That you got to give the two companies in credit, you know. Yeah. But. Well, Activision, so. Yeah, Same I mean, it, it's it's cool. I like I like the idea of bringing in more celebrities into, like, the gaming scene. Yeah. I think it definitely brings, like, another whole aspect. But I know even they were the, doing that with, like, esports, too. Well, even esports themselves, like, they're becoming celebrities, like, alone. Yeah. Especially in the YouTube landscape and everything like that. Like, these guys, they're becoming bigger than some b-list c-list celebrities like i I don't want to talk about him for too long but that dude ninja obviously oh yeah as much as we rank on the dude he's he's gigantic doesn't he have blue hair i don't know about anymore he definitely (laughs) did i don't even really like him to be honest with you see i'm not into the normie gaming sphere i mean as we know i'm into the 2bc yeah yeah (laughs) you're not a Fortnite guy Nah, you know i never was though no i know that was unfortunate but anyway so yeah joe thornton uh, league minimum, and they also signed Stanley Cup winner uh, Zach Bogosian. Yeah, so one year, one million dollar deal. That's good. That's good depth for them. Yeah, on the I, defense. One note, real quick, that I did make, and again, I hate the Leaves and I hate their centers, obviously, uh, but they're deep down the middle, dude. Yeah, I George Thornton, he's gonna be like the fourth line center. Yeah, I mean, I don't know Kerfoot. I, he he might be he'll the, play for uh, he'll play th- Thornton will play fourth yeah. Oh, yeah he'll play fourth and then obviously the snake on the second line or honestly I don't know if I don't know how Kerfoot would be on the wing or what their bottom six wings are looking like but Joe Thornton can be third line and there, there's probably gonna be a lot of line juggling especially with the back to backs there's probably true. gonna be a lot of line juggling I would probably say Matthews Tavares and then uh, keep switching Joe Thornton and Alex Kerfoot on the third line wing and center no Thornton would just be a center. I've never seen him play wing. Um, and then you could just get one of your cheap depth uh, fourth liners. Well, that, and that's what's good about signing a guy like Joe Thornton to like that lead, uh, to the veteran minimum or whatever it is. The, the yeah, the league minimum. That's so that's such a steez contract. I yeah, can't lie. That's such a steal. That's it's, awesome. It's insane what they got for that. So and then obviously to Kyle Dubos, Dubas. The Leafs, they're gonna be. I know they're still gonna suck. Fuck they the Leafs. hopefully will suck, but. They Fox should the be scary. They should be. They scary. should be, but the Canucks are in the Canadian division with them, so it's fine. Anywho, uh, speaking of Canadian division, though, Montreal um, pissed me the fuck off this week. Um, they signed Tyler Toffoli, who played a whole seventeen games as a Canuck. So, so salty Canucks fan. <sighs> and uh, he's going to be a. On line Suzuki, possibly? Is he a second line center? Or second line winger? Is he a first line? You know, it's... Dude, Yeah, I was looking at their lineup because like, when I was trying to make notes, and that's where they like have him projected on like some website to be on. What, on the second line? Yeah, to be on the line with Suzuki. That would be insane. And then also... Is it that second line? I think it's the second line. And then also they, they had the addition of uh, Anderson that we were kind of roasting last week. Well, okay, so... I want to pre- I want to say to I know that we were kind of harsh on him, but it's because of his contract. Yeah, I want to make that very clear that we're not saying Josh Anderson's a bad player at all. I, I again I think I said I want him on the Canucks, 
but it's a matter of that contract. That contract is disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting, but there was you know? a lot of push for him, this Anderson. So that I'm at least me. for seven years? There was a bunch of teams involved in a conversation you on him. You let that walk, though. I'm sorry. I, 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 can't ju- I can't see anybody justifying that. Well, if you think about it, you have Josh Anderson, Tyler Toffoli, Nick Suzuki, all on one line. That that could be an interesting... That, that, that could be an explosive line for them. Yeah, that could be a really good line. However, it's also a really expensive line with Josh Anderson. I mean, even though Suzuki's on his ELC, but but also another expensive contract that they just re-signed, I believe today or yesterday, Brandon Gallagher was re-signed for Gallagher. six years and $6.6 million? Yeah, that's a big contract. Bro, I feel like they just keep getting cap space out of nowhere. It's ridiculous. <laughs> the never-ending cap space? For real. Like, how did they sign Josh and Josh Anderson, Gall- Brandon Gallagher? That's about $12 million right there. Yeah. No, that... Yeah, it's twelve million right there. How the fuck? What? Where did they get that room? I think it's because Kokteniemi, um, and Nick Suzuki—they're both on ELCs. But what are you gonna do once they're both up? Nick Suzuki's gonna want money. I think he's got two more years left. Kokteniemi's got one year left, I believe, on his ELC. Oh wow! What the fuck do you do? They're setting themselves up for an Islander. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> an Islander situation. Well, yeah, especially because Carey Price and then Jake Allen, who just resigned for two years, two point eight seven five. Um, that right there, I believe, is about thirteen million, twelve million. Um, so I don't know, you know, but they they are going to be interesting. I do like Montreal. I believe I've said I like them. They're like my third or fourth team. I do like them a lot. Um, so they should be interesting to watch. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely going to have a great year. I think. I'm really going to pay attention to those new additions to their team. Obviously, your boy, I think you're going to probably follow him a little bit. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. You're going to wish him well, of course. So, I guess guess we should see. I think that's going to be a team that we're going to definitely have pointers on all throughout our episodes, especially when the season starts. Yeah. No, definitely. Montreal's interesting. Yeah. They kind of remind me of the Flyers um, from this year, how, like, interesting they were. They could either be bad or really good. Yeah, it could go either way, I think. You know. I think they got a lot of things going for them though. Yeah, definitely. They do. I think is I think their defense is also I mean, because what they got Shea Weber and Jeff Petrie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Off the top of my head, that's like I mean, you know, I know that they you know, they have um what's his name? Victor Mete, um, Noah Schulson, uh, or Hulson, Julson, whatever. But I don't know though that it, it, their offensive core is definitely looking better than their defensive core. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, also have Philip Deno on. Up. I, they should be a good team to watch. I'm excited for them. All right, cool. Um, sticking with the Canadian division, mm-hmm. you're you're now new rivals. It seems with this new uh, breakup. Yeah. Uh, you got the Senators. Um, they're they're trying to make some moves as well. Yeah, they're trying to be somewhat competitive, which is pretty uh, interesting to me, considering how shit they've been. Um, but I guess when you keep drafting really high, that's what you get. Yeah, you get a you good, know? you get a good, uh, some good uh, prospects. You probably move for a couple of picks, have a lot of uh, picks built up, have a lot of prospects built up, and you, you could probably get some uh, some good trades in. Obviously, we're seeing some things coming in here. Dadanov. Yeah, Evgeny Dadanov. Um, that's a good contract. I really like it. Um, it's only three years. I think we were preaching it last week how much term plays a role in these teams in free agency. Because we've seen, I think it was 2016, the year of the free agency where everybody was overpaid for term. 
Everybody was signed to like a six year deal. You don't do that like that, especially with a player like Evgeny Dadanov. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of, and a lot of these the, guys, they're going to want the, the small contracts. That way, when the league starts paying more again. Exactly. Yeah. Really? But I mean, even so, yeah. I mean, because he's only played 280 or so games. Wow. So it's like, I mean, he's 31, but that's because he was in the KHL until he was like 27 or something. But, you know, so you, you don't want to sign him to like a five, six year deal worth like six million. Like, that's not a good contract for him. So the 5.5 for three, I like that deal, especially for the Senators. Mm hmm. Um, unlike the Murray deal, which I fucking hate still, I think it's <laughs> disgusting, and it, they should be ashamed of themselves. Yeah, I no. I don't want Matt Murray to prove me wrong, but I also kind of hope he does because of how much I've shit talked that contract. That contract sucks. Yeah, if he does, I'm something, calling it right now. Off. I'm calling it right now. Four years from now, this is something that we got to, to revisit. Somebody clip it. Yeah, bro, this Matt Murray contract is terrible. I'm ooh, sorry. Ooh, ooh, chat, clip it, clip <laughs> it. Six point two five four years it sucks ass. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean I'm upset though because a lot of a lot of talk, a lot of the rumor guys were we're talking about the Senators possibly being a, a team with a lot of cap room. They did have a lot of cap room. Yeah, and uh, there was hopes that uh, they were talking again. And and hopefully shifting over a Boychuk contract or a Letty contract or I know I know you're shaking your head no, no but I, and I'm not shaking my head just hopes. because of that though because like the Islanders I'm not shaking my head just because of that there I'm just shaking hopes. my head because um, of how I mean I think I'm, again I mentioned it I think before how Arizona and Ottawa have been and even Detroit to an extent have been seen as those uh, teams that need to hit the cap floor and like we'll they'll, we'll take your bad contracts but like. During this time, they're trying to spend as little as they can, you know, because they're yeah. greedy owners. No, well, that's true. But well, especially Ottawa, Eugene Melnick's pretty greedy owner. Well, hey, um, I guess you could say greedy, but also in a sense of like no, they're not going to be they're not going to be profitable at all this upcoming season. That's a fair assessment, but that man is greedy as fuck, bro. He's disgusting. Yeah, that's why he shipped off everybody, bro, because he wanted to save money, bro. He's fucking fuck Eugene Melnick, fuck Melnick, fire Melnick. Well, looks like he's doing something now. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, it looks like he's doing something now. <laughs> I don't know why I found that so funny. <laughs> Big Mother Pumpkin's getting to me. Yeah. I, think I don't I'm, know. I'm only like right here. Um, so you're... Uh, <laughs> he's doing something now. Anyway, <laughs> um, the Rangers are doing something now. No, they are, bro. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just laughing. At I, don't, I don't know. Like you. Anyway, you, sorry. So wait, sorry, you I'm hate sorry. him that bad? You hate him so bad? He's a dick. For what? Like, I mean, I guess I don't know much about his history with the team, but it's like, dude, he was trading all these fucking like important key pieces to this team for next to nothing just to save money mm-hmm. on salary. Guy's mad cheap, but yet, and yet he doesn't donate shit. He doesn't do anything, but then he needed like a kidney or a liver or some shit and was begging people to donate to him. Really? Begging, bro. Shit's disgusting. Hmm. Well, plus I didn't he know just, that. Plus, he just doesn't like. He just doesn't interact with fans well. And I mean, like, owners usually don't, but I mean, like, I mean, in the sense that it's like you can tell he doesn't really care that much. Okay. You know what I mean? It's like. There's a difference, you know. There's a difference between like, oh, who's the owner? I don't even know his name, and then knowing the owner's name because he's a dick. Mm. Okay, That's so the case he is the dick of the league. All right. Yeah. Cool. 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 So now he's the uh, yeah he's one of the worst owners in the league. Hmm. 
Yeah. Noted. Yeah. He's a dick. <laughs> fuck Melnick. <laughs> well, speaking of fuck, fuck the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> so they resigned. At least they're doing something. <laughs> At least they're doing something. <laughs> Fucking assholes. They signed... Uh, Lexi Lafreniere. Well, yeah. That fucking asshole. All right, let me no, stop. stop. Yeah, he's 18, bro. Relax. <laughs> they re-signed one, one part of the two-part Russian goaltending duo tandem there. Yeah. You like that? The backup, I guess you could consider, Georgiev re-signs with the team for two years. For, Almost uh, two and a half, pretty much. Yeah, it's a pretty good contract, honestly. Um no, it's a good contract, and also they're so young. They're both twenty four years old. And like, I like watching the two of them play. I really do. I mean, like, I I find goaltenders pretty interesting. Um, and just watching them play and how they handle themselves, I well, I like watching Shasirkin play a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But, well, um, I mean, the both of them have a pretty big shoe to fill. Yeah. Oh, without so, a doubt. Yeah. They have a pretty big shoe to fill, and at least there's two of them there that kind of take the to reins there so we'll see what goes there but yeah should be interesting it should be Tristurkin's pretty good from what I've seen yeah he he had like an insane stretch I think at one point no that was uh, Gorgiev oh it was Gorgiev I, oh, I think they both did actually they both did but um cause Lundqvist was sitting a little bit I think and then Gorgiev Gorgiev got into that car accident okay he got into a car accident and was out for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I did remember that. That's, I didn't know if it was the two of them or if it was just him. I think they both did. I think they both did, but Gorgiev was the one that got hurt, maybe. Or hurt a little more. I think it was Gorgiev that was playing first, and then he was on a hot streak, and then he got into that oh, accident, and then no. Shesterkin came in and was playing really well. Hmm. And that, that basically was the writing on the wall for Lundqvist. Gotcha, gotcha. I think. I don't know. Gotcha, no. Martin's going to eat us alive. Yeah, he's going to. I gonna... love how we just shout out our friends casually. We're just like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 Martin, Tyler, yeah, you know. <laughs> shout like out everyone knows who they are. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to y'all. You guys are great. <laughs> um, They also re-signed Tony D'Angelo. Racist. <clears throat> Wait, what? What? <laughs> that threw me by Sir He is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Or he's very problematic. I, I know that he got um, suspended in juniors for using racial slurs against his teammate. Oof. Um, Oof. And I, I know that he's um, had some very... Well, I, I title out- him as a great piece here. I didn't know that. Mm, well, yeah, I know. I mean, at well, least... Well, they try to sweep it under the rug, though, which I don't blame them. I mean, he he's also only, like, 24 now. And people do learn from... You know, pre you know, True. so experience he could probably there learn is a growing thing room, too, but um, yeah, I don't know though. That's uh, pretty shitty. I didn't know that, but yeah. um, but I mean, he's a good player though. Unfortunately, he's uh, a good player, and he's gonna definitely help them out on the defensive end. Yeah, I mean, definitely, he's good with Adam Fox. The two of them are really good young defenders. Um, yeah, they're they're two young guys, and especially on a team that's pretty heavily focused on offense. Yeah, I definitely. Think. Uh, definitely, their forwards are. Stacked. Well, I mean, now, yeah, because what you got the big three, mm-hmm. or no, big four. Yeah, Zabinajad, Kako, Lafreniere, and most of all, Panarin. Panarin, yeah, the bread man. So they have a big, big, big presence up top, and even down low, I think they have a, a couple of guys contributing down mm-hmm. in their roster. So the, offensively, they're going to be great. In net, they seem to be pretty much in set now, at least yeah. for this season and the next one after that. And then you got a guy like Tony D'Angelo who's going to be a great piece. You got another young guy there, Fox. So, yeah, Stranger team, unfortunately, is looking yeah. a little scary. But then yeah. again, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen with this season? 
If we'll even have it. <laughs> if we'll even have it. Uh, then a quick, just a quick little thing. Uh, then uh, the Oilers tried to get a little bit better because of how much they suck. Um, and how they only have Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. Um, so they just re-signed Tyson Berry. Or not re-signed, but you know, they just signed Tyson Berry uh, for a, I believe it was one year. I didn't actually write it down. Fuck, I'm an idiot. I think it was one year 3.8 or yeah, something so like that. so it's kind of just a quick Something quick like contract, that, yeah. It's a one because he didn't have a good year in, uh, with the split between Colorado and Toronto. Gotcha. So that's a good little, uh, good little show me deal for him. I believe he's like twenty eight. Uh, it's a good deal for him. Uh, and they also signed, re-signed Mike Smith to a one year, two million dollar contract. I think they're still trying to figure themselves out in uh, in uh, Edmonton. They oh yeah, Mike suck. Smith. I see that. Yeah, they signed him one for two. Yeah, years. wait. Show me Tyson Berry. I need to know if I was right. Tyson Berry, one year, three point seven five. Oh. I was so fucking close. You almost had him there. Fuck. <laughs> God. Ah. Uh, heck. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, the Oilers. Uh, those are those are two good moves for them. I think. I don't know. They still suck. Fuck you. They're gonna suck. Fuck you, Edmonton. I wasn't saying fuck you to you. No, no, no. But Drysaddle. It's poopy. Yeah, he's poopy. <laughs> he's poopy. You just said with he's the poopy. straightest face ever. Just like, yeah, he's poopy. He's poopy. <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be nuts. I think in a couple of years, or not a couple of years, because you don't want to lose too much. But who knows? Listen, man. I'm sorry. I don't know what this mother big mother pumpkin does to me, bro. It's so weak. <laughs> I think everything's weak as fuck. <laughs> At least they're doing something. <laughs> At least they're doing something. That beer to you. Anyway, you want to talk about uh, our our boys? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> not really. Not really. I'm kind of scared, to be honest. I guess we'll start with the Islanders. Yeah, I'm down. Um, my boy Devontae's he's out of here. Um, for a pretty cheap deal, actually, two seconds. No, because I think they just traded over his rights. I think he was an RFA. So they were able to get something mm. out oh, of him because yeah, he was about to go to arbitration with that. I forgot others. about that. Yeah. So they they were able to get something instead of seeing him walk because realistically they weren't going to be able to pay him. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of sad, especially considering Taze was a guy who who was drafted in the Islanders back in 2014 as a fourth rounder. Yeah. And uh, he kind of sat in our uh, our system, kind of grew a little bit, mm-hmm. and really hit his stride this season. This season he was tremendous. Um, I think he had like what twenty eight points in sixty eight games, and he had ten points in the playoffs as a defenseman. Yeah, so, I mean, well, it's um, what's it called? I actually they haven't resigned Devontae's yet. They um, haven't? No, they haven't. Wow. So, um, I, but I'm sorry, we also forgot something. Okay. Pretty big trade. Um, what do we miss? So there was a funny thing where it was um, Taves always has to play with Sod, so Brandon Sod. Um, from the Blackhawks, Brandon Todd's on the fucking avalanche now. I just completely forgot about that. That slid under the radar for huh. Nikita Zadorov. Um, that's fucking wild. And so they replaced Nikita Zadorov with Devon Taves if they can re-sign him, which is a great fucking deal. Yeah. It makes the avalanche so much more scary. Yeah, the avalanche is going to be great. I mean, in my opinion, I think Devon Taves, Fuck. I think he's going to be elite two-way defenseman, bro. Elite? I think he's going to be elite. He's going to be a great two-way defenseman. Devon Taves elite? Devontae's elite. Okay. Heard it here first. Okay. Well, probably not first. I think there's other people who think it too, but he's definitely going to be a great top four guy. He's going to be insane. Yeah, without a doubt. 
Um, really sad to see him go, honestly. Um, but I'm glad that we did get the two picks, though. Like I said, it, it was kind of it was yeah. it wasn't much, but in a lot of guys' eyes, including mine, we were kind of hopeful that we got these two picks. Okay, now we can move a contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Islanders unfortunately lost a lot of their picks with the uh, JG trade, bringing yeah. him in. Um, so we were hoping we were going to go back to Ottawa, give them a couple more picks, take our boy, um, you know, take our boy boy truck for us. That was my idea. Take six million of cap off. It's not happening. No, no, no. It's going to happen. They're going to move Boychuk. Because we keep saying the same thing about Louis Erickson in Vancouver. It's not happening. No, look. It's going to happen. They're going to take these two picks. They're going to take Boychuk. I don't know what team's going to do it now. We were hoping Ottawa. I don't think that's happening, obviously, now that they close up a lot of their gap. I don't really know what other teams so if really you're a GM, out, but... Let me really this. If you're a GM, okay. and this isn't just specific to you. Again, it's like specific to Vancouver, too. You get offered Johnny Boychuk a second and a second, right? What do you think that other team's going to give up? Nothing. I don't want them to give up anything. I don't want anything in return. I want future considerations. But there's no way that other person that there's no way that other GM would do that though. No, know? there's no way because they're not just going to take the entire contract and not give anything back the other way. I understand that. Yeah, it's well. That's what I'm saying. It's so difficult, especially with this flat cap. Yeah, you know, no, it, I, it's, I, it's I totally difficult. understand. It's a, it, it's going to be hard. I'm but just trying to bring it back down. Bring to earth. me to reality because I, know. I, I I was up in the air too about Louis Erickson and uh, Jay Beagle. I was like, oh my god, they're going to be able to. They're not I think fucking I think they're gonna be able them. to do it. I, There's no way. I think that they well they have to. They have to. They have to figure out a way to I don't dump think they him. Can. I they think have they to need find to let go of their little uh, their smaller pieces. Well, maybe him or or even Komarov. I'd or be okay with that. you're giving something up. I'd be okay with getting rid of uh, Uncle Leo. I think you have to give something up that's up better than uh, a second. Well, that's why that's why a lot of conversations include somebody like Bellows or uh, I was about to say, you know, which maybe is unfortunate. Wallstrom. Wallstrom, he's looking like he might make it to the league, so he might be a good pick to move over. So, it, am I, what I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Boychuk. It's going to be some type of a prospect somewhere, and he's going to be a good prospect. One or two of those picks that we got. Maybe yeah, one of them. Probably one of them. And then jump his contract for any chip piece they move over, future considerations, hopefully. Yeah. And the Islanders can move on from that. Finally sign Barzell because what are we, day? I don't even know how long we are into this, and we still haven't made any any move on Barzell yet. That's scary. Offer sheet. No. Yeah, offer sheet, offer sheet, offer sheet. Whatever I've been, that stupid-ass Ranger fan is. What was his name? Anthony? No. Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> whatever the hell his name is. What's his fucking insider? What the fuck is his name? Um... Hold on. Well, ever since Twitter, yo, I don't know if you noticed, but like yesterday, Twitter went down. Kevin Rooney, his insider, Kevin Rooney. I forgot about that. <laughs> Wait, the fucking. <laughs> oh yeah. Kevin. Oh, oh yeah. yeah when uh, what's his name was like about. Kevin Rooney. Kevin oh my Rooney god, he's gonna change the Rangers. <laughs> Shut up, loser. Um, I don't know, man. They gotta do something with this. They got to move somebody's contract. Um, reports are, though, saying that Matt Martin's coming back. Matt Martin on the way back to the island. Uh, he loves Lou. He followed him all the way up to... Um, well, he didn't follow him, but he went all the way up to Toronto with him. Yeah. Came back down when uh, he came here. And Matt Martin seems to love the Islanders. He seems to have a really great time. His foundation's you know, pretty much based out here, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. 
So Matt Martin is definitely going to be an Islander for a good time. So, but apparently there was a lot of teams interested in him. Sources say up to like seven different teams called. Oh wow, there's a lot of interest in him. Hmm. I mean, he does bring a really big physical play, and he he actually really did do fairly well for the Islanders on the uh, on that bottom line in yeah, the playoffs was, this season. I was about to say he's a valuable fourth liner who can. Uh, he's got a lot of grit, and I know grit's thrown around a lot. But grit can be important, and he is gritty. He is physical. He is gritty. He is physical. But yeah. and he also he also can make it work. Because sometimes he could he could be a good goal scorer in like key situations, like what happened yeah. here in the uh, in the playoffs. He's a dirty player who can get to the front of the net. So I'm glad that they're gonna more than likely resign him. I kind of thought he was out mm-hmm. based on everything like a week ago. Yeah. But now where we are, and from what we're hearing, I'm glad he's coming back. Yeah. Um, Lou also basically confirmed the return of Andy Green. Oh, wow. So on the call, he was like, yeah, we're pretty close or something along those lines. Um, he pretty much, pretty much confirmed it. So Andy Green, very old veteran. Yeah. But he did do good and he actually had a really good season with the Islanders, I think. Um, and especially with Tay's gone, I mean, you're going to need to get him in there. Um, which, which again leaves you with the same question that I was already asking before. Like, what are they going to do with the with the crunch crap here? Up, uh, cap crunch here. Sorry, I'm stuttering over my words now. I don't know what they can do. A lot of people are saying um, they can LITR like somebody, maybe like Lad, because he's always mm-hmm. having his knee problems. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I really have no clue. Um, again, I talked about Barzell before, but somebody said that there's a gap between him and the team. It's not big, but there is still a gap, was the term that was used. Mm. So, I don't know what the hell that is, but it scares me. Um, Pollock, he's about to hit arbitration. Oh, arbitration's terrifying. He's a must sign at this point. Mm-hmm. He's a must, must sign for the uh, sign for the Islanders, so... Yeah, definitely. I, uh, I don't know. I'm scared. It's a cap crunch. It's terrifying. I am scared for these next couple of weeks. I hope they get it done as soon as possible. But a guy like Barzell, we could be waiting weeks to hear anything about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can hear, hear that. Although Pollock, too, he's going to be at the end of the arbitration period from what I read. So it's going to be a while before he even hits that. Hopefully they get a deal done before. Yeah. But who knows? Who? Who knows, man? No one knows in this world. Yeah. Um, last thing I want to say about the Islanders, and don't really know if we're really going to see him. Uh, Corey Schneider, he came over. Hey, helps get Bo Horvat. <laughs> yeah, so he actually did start in Vancouver. I didn't know. Yeah. Um, and loved Bo him Horvath in Vancouver. I so I funny story actually. Um, <clears throat> it was draft day, or it was a couple days before draft day in 2014 or mm-hmm. 2013. 2013, and. Uh, I was like, you know what? Roberto Luongo's out. Corey Schneider's Luongo, in. Yeah. I, yeah, I was like, Corey Schneider's in. I was like, word, this is awesome. He's the best. He's a great goaltender. I was like, I'm sick. I'm hyped. Bought a jersey. Bought a jersey. Bought a jersey. Week later, draft day of 2013 comes. I think you're going to want to hear this one. And everyone's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I'm watching the draft just like, uh. <laughs> and, he, and Gary Bettman says, the the New Jersey Devils have traded the ninth overall pick to the Vancouver Canucks for goaltender Corey Schneider, and I was <laughs> losing my fucking shit. 
just look I, over at the jersey. I go, what the fuck? And I'm, I start screaming. I was like a 15 year old. I'm screaming. <laughs> and uh, and my parents are like, what the fuck? Are you, what, what are you doing? You know? And I run down with, my, with the jersey in my hand. I go, this motherfucker left the team. And <laughs> just like <laughs> all angry at him. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Little did I know, Bo Horat would become our captain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go Good back reserve to there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who who did you guys have in net after that? Because I feel like you guys always had gold. Jacob Markstrom, I think. Markstrom, he was the one right after. No, I'm. There had to be a guy in the gap there. Ryan Miller. Ryan, Ryan Miller. Mi- yeah, Ryan okay. Miller was who we had. We had him for a couple seasons, then uh, Jacob Markstrom. Interesting. Yeah. Um. But Lou was always a big fan of this guy because he uh, he's the one who brought him over to the Devils. Yeah. So he's uh, he was definitely a big fan of the guy, and he did he did great for them. Um, yeah. You know, for what he did, he did have one little playoff run, I think. Not necessarily little, but deeper run. Yeah. Um, point nine one eight save percentage. So it's like, okay, that's not that's not bad for his career. Um, so he kind of fell off a little bit, obviously with injuries and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, he's had a lot of in- injuries. Poor guy. Got like a hip surgery. He was just on like NHL Network broadcasting too. I thought that his days were done. Really? I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, kind of making a bunch of different trips down to the AHL and everything like that. But yeah. uh, from his words and from the Islanders' words, because Lou knows best apparently, um, he's trying to rebound. He's trying to make another name, another push. Uh, which kind of begs the question of what we mentioned earlier, kind of alluded to, was maybe have that third goalie there for your four week, uh, four game, five game weeks. Yeah. You know, kind of maybe have him play a couple of games when it's the really bad back to back to backs. Yeah. That could be interesting. Or he will more than likely, I think this is the real case, is that he's going to be like the AHL starter over in Bridgeport. Mm. So we'll see how that works, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. Um, again, I think that's it for the Islanders. Uh, hopefully, we have something more to say next week. Cause yeah, with Barzell and Pulak, yeah. Besides sadness and darkness. Besides depression. Depression. I, I can't even look at them. I honestly, if we lose Barzell, if we lose Ryan Pulak somehow, I don't think we'll lose both. If we lose another franchise center... I don't know. Especially when he's only like 23. I don't know if I'll be able to like watch the Islanders next season. I'd be so, I, I would be so just lost. Watch the Canucks. I think I, I think I honestly would. <laughs> I think I honestly would just watch, I would stay up until one in the morning every fucking night watching the Canucks play. Don't depress me. I'm already thinking, oh bro, and I have school. Oh, that wouldn't work. I wouldn't be able to watch any games. <laughs> um. So, Canucks. Yeah. Oh, another crack. Where do I begin? <laughs> um, so yeah, um, when we recorded last week, Canucks lost Jacob Markstrom. Mm-hmm. I knew that was happening. That is what it is. Yeah, I think you they filled couldn't the void. pay him. You filled the void. Well, yeah, Braden Holpe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Braden Holpe. However, I did not expect for the Canucks to lose Chris Tanev and Troy Stetcher. Those are two huge pieces of the blue uh, the blue line for the Canucks mm-hmm. and have been for a very long time. Uh, we'll set here for like four years, but Tanev, since he was on the 2011 team that really? went to the cup final, they lost the two of them, and now our defense is looking like nothing. Then From Mon- nothing to nothing. Yeah. Sorry. 
no, you're right. <laughs> and then Monday comes along. Tyler fucking Toffoli signs with the Canadians, as we uh, as we briefly mentioned. And now we have top six hole. <laughs> um, so what did the Canucks do? I'll tell you what they fucking did. Tuesday, they fucking signed or traded, traded for Nate Schmidt from the Vegas Golden Knights for a third rounder. Yeah. A third rounder. Bro, Nate Schmidt? The more and more I keep thinking about this trade, I remember my first reaction was, oh, I don't know, the term's a little bit long. Yeah, I remember It's like five that. years. But I think that's just my PTSD of being a Canucks fan. <laughs> you know, with long contracts. <clears throat> Louis Erickson. <clears throat> this is actually a really great deal for the Canucks. Yeah. And they only paid for a third rounder. That's fucking that's sick. That's a steal. A pairing of Quinn Hughes and Nate Schmidt is going to clap shit. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch that on the ice. Um, I was extremely pissed after Toffoli. Yeah, you were pretty... Um, you were the depressed Canucks fan. Yeah. And uh, it got to the point where I actually recorded a video of me ready to put it on the Instagram. We were about to put it on the Instagram. Yeah, I was hyped. I kind of wanted. I kind of wish you did it. It was literally a video. It was so, guys. It was literally a video of me sitting in my bedroom after I was doing homework, just going, "I cannot believe Jim Benning going off, just really pissed off, upset." Well, it was a very weird video though, because it was just a floating head. Yeah. So you were wearing a camo sweater. <laughs> Best jokes online here. God damn it! Oh, no, but you did. You were bugging out on that video. I kind of wish we did post it, but uh, I think they made out. I think you lost a couple of guys. Well, so that's the thing. I think that the Canucks, um, they replaced, not replaced. They um, supplement. They supplemented Jacob Markstrom with Braden Holpe, and hopefully Demko takes a little step to you know the two of them want good one-two punch. Um, Tanev, oh, well, excuse me, Schmidt is definitely an upgrade over Tanev, 100%, mm-hmm. without a doubt. However, the, uh, the problem lies in our bottom six. I'm sorry, that's forwards. Top six for defensemen on the third pair. The Canucks have an empty third pair right now. Um, so what it's looking like right now is Jordan, uh, Jordy Ben as on the third pair, and then either Oli Julievi. Or uh, Brogan Rafferty on the uh, the third pair, whichever side of Julievi or Rafferty comes, mm. um, and they'll probably just switch out. You know, one's gonna be a seventh. You know, they're gonna keep flipping and everything. That rookie, so there's gonna be at least one rookie on the decor, um, and that's really interesting because Jim Benning says that Oli Julievi looks like a an NHL defenseman, and Brogan Rafferty's 25. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that he can uh, be in the league right now and not look too out of place. Yeah. Um, nothing can be worse than last year, I feel like. Uh, well, not last year. The year before, I guess. Yeah, last season was good. Last season was fine. They let up a lot of shots, but a lot of the shots were coming from the outside. Um, so I don't know. Hopefully um, the Canucks can pull it together on the decor. But they also have only about $2 million to re-sign Adam Gaudet and Jake Vertanen. Sheesh. Uh, and especially Jake Vertanen got an arbitration date uh, for October 28th. So that's only about, what, 10 days away almost? 
12 days away. It's almost so we'll two have weeks. an answer sooner than later for him, at least. And he almost potted 20 goals this season. Um, Yeah. If the season didn't stop, he probably would have potted 20, uh, wow. which is about a $3 million cap hit. Uh, Adam Godet probably be about a 1.5. So they got to do something. Um, They got to do some cap gymnastics. And, you know, this is going to prove uh, how competent of a GM that Jim Benning can be. And it's also Jim Benning's contract year, I believe. Um, so yeah, this is a, a telling season for a lot of reasons. And, uh, you know, Tenev, Stetcher, Markstrom, you guys have been with the team for a while. And, uh, I was heartbroken to Foley. You were with the team a short while. And again, I was heartbroken. A fun while. But you know what? I look forward to versing y'all and, uh, kind of kicking your ass. That was that was heartfelt. Yeah. I like the ending there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Big mother pumpkin, I'm telling you. <laughs> oh man. All right. Um I think all about left near uh we kind of wanted to do a quick rundown of our top 10 defensemen in the league. I completely fucking forgot. Yeah. Yeah, do you want to still do that? Yeah, I'm down. Right. Yeah, you got your list, right? I got yeah, I got my here. list here. Uh, actually, this week, we're going to do it properly. Uh, I kind of <laughs> ruined the element of surprise by going my number one. <laughs> I, feel uh, like, I feel like my more surprises are in the 10 through 6 range, but it's all right. Yeah, I don't know. To be honest with you, I kind of went with a list that uh, that involved a lot of younger guys, too, especially in oh. the top. Oh, we might... Uh... We might have similar list then. Yeah, probably. Okay. And um, kind of went with some uh, some staples towards the end. So okay, what's your? We'll go with you first because I started technically last time. Okay, my number ten is uh, Eric Carlson. Hmm. Uh, he had that Achilles heel injury uh, a couple seasons ago. Still struggling a little bit to get back on top, but he was one of the best defensemen, if not the best defenseman in the league, a few seasons ago. Still think he has the capability to. He still got the hockey IQ, and uh. Yeah, I do think Eric Carlson is uh, still a top 10 defender in the league. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert, you might see him later. Um, what? Spoiler alert, you might see him later. Oh, okay. Um, number 10. Shout out to your boy. Shout out to your boy, Quinn Hughes. I thought you were going to say Brogan Rafferty. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I had to put Quinn Hughes on the list. Uh, again, I wanted to put a couple of the younger guys. Um, <clears throat> great young defenseman. He should have won the Calder. Ooh, I agree. Thank you, thank you. Uh, so arguably could have won the Calder. Definitely, a, definitely going to be a, the face of the defense core. I think for you guys, probably. Oh, a hundred percent. So I don't know um, how to put him in at number ten. Cool. Um, I'm debating something right now. Oh, gonna swap somebody out. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I am. Yeah, fuck you, John Carlson. I had John Carlson up here just because of his points. No, fuck you, Rasmus Dahlin, number nine. I'm making a, I'm making a change on the wow. fly. Rasmus Dahlin, right now, number nine defenseman in the league. Man is crazy good two way defenseman. Insane. Uh, John Carlson's only up there because of his point totals. He shouldn't have gotten Norris contention. That's bullshit. <laughs> um, seems like a nice guy, but fuck. Uh, his Norris contention, Rasmus Dahlin, uh, great two-way defenseman, best defenseman in Buffalo for a long time. Buffalo sucks. He's only sucks. like 22. Buffalo sucks, though. He's a shining gem in the pile of shit, though. I know, but imagine if he can shift his way to some team. Oh, my God. We didn't fucking talk about it, too. Taylor Hall signed a one-year deal. 
Oh my god. Holy fuck. I'm so sorry, everybody. Yeah, Taylor Hall signed a one year deal for eight million dollars in Buffalo. Oh fuck, we're idiots. Yeah, that was Oh wow. <laughs> How did I not write that down? Yeah, so Taylor Hall out of all places picked Buffalo. Yeah, he wants to win. He wants to win. Yeah, he wants to win the draft lottery. So he <laughs> he's a winner who went to Buffalo. Yeah, isn't that fucking wild? Yeah, fuck. How do we not? What? Yeah, I don't know. I remember texting you the other day when that happened. Yeah, I was in Moe's. Fucking way. I was in Moe's. You you're gonna remember where you were when Tyler Hall signed with Buffalo. <laughs> I was driving. I was in Moe's. I was texting him while driving. I was. Uh, I got the. I got the notification. I go. Oh my god. Open up my phone while I'm in the middle of driving down Floyd, and I was like, <laughs> "What the oh hell? Oh my god, Taylor Hall just." <laughs> Going like sixty, just like. dude. Really quick though, God, we're getting so distracted. But this will be the last distraction. <laughs> Moe's sucks. I used to be a defender of them. I know, really quick, really quick. Moe's like the yes, I know, yeah. I, I know what Moe's is. <laughs> they suck. How like, do they suck, dude? Their steak bowl. It's not even steak. It's dog food. I used to be a I really big defender. Doubt they have dog food. I used there. to be a big defender of them because I like their queso. I was blinded by the queso, and I haven't been there in a while. And I was like, "Oh shit, their queso is awesome. They're kind of good." Mm-hmm. But I was always mainly Chipotle. But I kind of liked them, and I defended them a lot in arguments. But I went there the other day, found out about Taylor Hall, went to go take a bite of my bowl, and it was literal dog food for the steak. It was disgusting. It was rubbery. It was gross. It didn't look like steak. Yeah, but Chipotle is overpriced. So Chipotle is over. Most? Chipotle's overpriced. Sure, I'll give you that. But like their carne That's my asada, biggest thing. and they don't give ooh, a lot though. They don't ooh, give a they lot. Give a, what? They my give stomach a lot of lettuce. Every they give time a lot I'm of done lettuce. eating, every time I get like well, some who shit gets from, lettuce at Chipotle? What do you fucking mean? What 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 are you getting? I'm getting a rice bowl. Yeah, you see them put the rice. They put a lot of rice. You ask for beans. You know what you gotta do. You know what your problem is. Like you're you're so ordering much. it wrong. You How gotta, am I ordering? You it gotta wrong? go well, through. I also like tacos. And you gotta shit. go I don't through like, the entire I don't like just line. Just eating a bowl of shit. You gotta go through the entire line. You go get. You get a bowl, and then at the very end, you're, you know what? Uh, I forgot. Can you throw a little bit of lettuce on top? Or, or even if you want to order it the way that you're ordering it now, just say, can you put a little bit of lettuce? Actually, a little bit less than that. And then they're gonna fill up the bowl like to proportionate to what it look should look like. I think you're just being a little too loose with the guy. You gotta, you gotta be a little more. I also just don't commanding go to Chipotle. There's no Chipotle or Mo's over by us, really. Well, you know what? I work right next to a Chipotle. I work, uh, I work right I next to two Chipotle. One that's like packed, and then another one that's hidden. Guess which that one, one I go by, to? Uh, by Comac Road. That uh, Chipotle that you're talking about? To be honest, no clue. It's in Hot Pog. That's all I could tell oh, you. Okay, so I think that's the closest one to my job. Yeah, it's the one by the Chick Fil A. No. No. Oh, no, fuck. mine's Never over mind. by. Mine's kind of over by. I know where you work. I don't know why I. Anyway, I'm a little yeah. The Sorry, one I'm thinking of is a little west. Anyway, we just right. got sidetracked a lot from our list, but it's fine. Um, number nine, I put uh, I put Macar on there. The okay. guy who actually beat out your boy for the Calder. Oh, you said he should have won the Calder, but you put no, him higher. No, because I had to put him. Uh, uh, yeah, I got. I had right. to put that note there for you to be happy. He's also on a better team, so it's easier to say he's better. And a year older. And a year older, Which is I also guess, why I have but... Cal McCarr number eight. Hmm. I do have Cal McCarr number eight. I think he's a great defenseman. He's going to be one of the best in the league. Um, he's really exciting to watch. He really is. No, he uh, is. I love watching him he's play. Good. And uh seems like a humble guy. Uh, 
yeah, and him winning the Calder is nothing against him. Uh, again, I, it could have gone either way, but it's just a matter of how they voted so wrongly against Quinn Hughes. Mm. Um, how nobody voted. It was lopsided. It should have been neck and neck, but <laughs> I wouldn't have been mad if either of them won if it was more neck yeah. and neck. But anyway, Kamal Car is my number eight. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, number eight. I'm going with my boy, Ryan Pollock. What? Yeah. He's good. Number eight defenseman in the league? Okay. Oh, I thought so, mine were hot takes. No, 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 no. Listen, listen. I I think he's great. I think he's a shutdown defenseman, especially on that Islanders defensive team. Like, But I guess the thing that kind of, like, for me is, like, his in, the entire Islander team defensively is great. Yeah, they have a good defensive system. And I think on another team, he would still be good, too. He would still mm-hmm. be great. He's tall, big. Like, he's a big defenseman, sure. But um, maybe I did put him a little, maybe I did put him a little, high, um, you know, low on the list, I guess, considering. Um, yeah, considering the order we're going Considering in. the order we're going in, but I don't know. I don't know. He's definitely great. Love to watch him. He did, he did really good, especially for a lackluster, like, power play that the Islanders had. He was the one putting in points for them, so yeah. he's definitely he could be he could be arguably higher on my list. To be honest, my list isn't like set in stone. Definitely could be a a water. It could be like a flowing water mm. move around. But um, yeah, I'm gonna go Ryan Pollock. He's definitely on my list of top tens. Uh, speaking of bias, number seven, Quinn Hughes. Well, that's the other thing, too. I didn't want to sound too biased. If I would have oh. put him in my top three, everyone would have been like, oh, oh that, that would be biased. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, also, mine is taking into consideration, like, everything, you know, including age, including, con- you know. Okay. It's like, so it's like, Quinn Hughes, number seven, one of the best defensive skaters, or one of the mm-hmm. best skaters that's a defenseman. Um, and, and he's only, he just turned 21, like, yesterday or the day before or something. Wow. Guy's insane. Um, he's awesome. Amazing skater. Amazing passer. Great play driver. Anytime he's on the ice, he has the puck, and he is controlling play. You know, so um, I Quinn Hughes at seven. Um, is electrifying. Yeah, no, he's he's great. Um, and that slot, I went with. Uh, I went with Brett Burns, dude. What? Yeah. No, you fucking didn't. Are you serious? Why? Brent Burns sucks dick. He does not yes, suck. He fucking does. Dude, he had 83 points. He had 83 points. Last what are season. his defensive metrics? Not, not like? like this season, but like 1819. He, he should go be going back Look, to playing forward. Two way defenseman Burns. is the future of the NHL, dude. No, bro. Brent Burns sucks his defense. Brent Burns is on he that sucks list. sucks on defense, bro. I know. I'm sorry. Anytime, bro. The NHL Network had him as like number one defenseman like last yeah, year. And I was losing my good. shit. He's not a good defenseman. He's a he is. He's a great offensive player. He's not a good defenseman. I don't know. I I don't know what you're saying here. I'm saying that Mark Giordano is number six for me. Um, he's had a great few seasons. Uh, great defensive and great offensive. Um, he's 36. I think 35, 36, so he's definitely going to retire soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's one of those ones players that's aged like fine wine. Um, yeah, I mean, he won the Norris, what, last year, I think? I don't know. He, Yeah, I think it was last year. Um, and, yeah, you know, he's aged like fine wine. Really good player, as it turns out. And, uh, yeah, that's my number six. Hmm. Uh, number six, I put in uh, Tory Krug. Not a really big Boston guy, but now... Now that he's moving to St. Louis, maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, be able to watch him a little bit more with better eyes. 
And uh, he's filling in a big shoe for uh, Pretangelo there. Mm. So I think that this is going to be like the real test for the man. Kind of be like... Because he did have a lot of hype. Especially like throughout free agency this season. Well, this offseason. So um, I think he's definitely pretty hyped. I think that this is going to be his true test. And we'll see really where he lands probably like at the end of next season. I think you can really put him on a higher up on a list maybe. Or lower. I think that's a hot take. You do? Yeah. Especially for where it's at on the list. To be honest, again, I, I, I've i actually moved it around quite a lot while <laughs> we've been going on with this episode. Well, this reading of it now. Yeah. But uh, I did I did move him a little bit lower than probably I would have liked. But he's definitely within the top ten, I think. Okay. Um, My number five, start off my top five, is Zach Wierenski. I put from Columbus. Uh, It could be in part due to him playing with Seth Jones. Both two of them are amazing. Oh, yeah, Seth Jones. I have him. Yeah, he's yeah. He was going to be on my list. But, um, but Zach Wierenski's. I feel like he's the better offense player out of the two of them. Um, he does it both ends of the ice. Uh, mm-hmm. Great player, plays hard every night. Um, yeah, and and you know he's not really a flashy player, but he gets the job done and gets it jo- done extremely well. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I have him fifth. Huh. He's dependable. Um, I put Eric Carlson here. Okay. Um. I think you already talked about him, so this is what I was alluding to. Eric Carlson, you finally made it. Um, my notes that I have for him, though, I mean, he's only 29, right? Something like that. Yeah, and at least 62 points in five straight seasons. So as a defenseman, yeah. uh, he's going off point-wise. Yeah. I think that he's going to do really good. I think he's going to be even... Uh, I don't know. I, I like him there. I like him at my spot. That's fair. Um, number four, I went with a very underrated pick. Um, but everybody's like, "Oh, he's so underrated," you know. So it's, I don't know if he's actually underrated or not. Jacob Slavin from Carolina, my huh. man is insanely great defensively, uh, and whole and he anchors that Carolina defense. That insanely good to Carolina defense, he anchors that shit. He huh. owns it too. Um, he's a great player. Again, same as Wierenski, he's not electrifying to watch. You know, you won't see him like deking around people and skating all over the place, but he makes, he's always there on the back check, always there making stretch passes, always there in front of the net. He's just a great player all around, and I would love to have him on my team. Uh, mm. Jacob Slavin's a great player, and uh, he's on a pretty good contract, too. So hmm. he's my number four. Interesting. All right, number four. I think this is where I'm going to lose you a little bit. John Carlson. No fucking. I don't like him. I don't like him. I hate him. (laughs) I'm sorry. Again, I kind of like the. I keep going for like the offensive guy on defense here. Oh god, you're like strictly defense. Well, yeah, because that's the way the league is moving. I think, especially for these like top defense. But at what point can you sacrifice offense for defense? Well, for I mean, obviously it didn't work out for the Capitals this (laughs) this off season because they played a tremendous defensive team. But as far as their firepower, they have it everywhere. And then if you're getting uh, contribute, if you're getting it from your defenseman too, like it's just gonna lead your team even further. And especially on a team like the Capitals, it works. It works for them. See, All I right. told you I was gonna lose you. Yeah, you did lose me. I did uh, lose you, but I mean, he had seventy five points. And how many points did he give up? Like, you know what I mean? It's like... I guess. Yeah, and, and considering this is a defensive like list. That, but. That's my thing. But I understand, though, the sentiment because 
we're so used to looking at players as in how much production they're putting out, but you also need to look at it, or I try to look at it in the sense of how much production are they stopping? You know what I mean? I, and the comparison yeah, but that's, between that's the two. also like, I don't know. That's also like a not hard thing to really like quantitate. I don't know if that's the right word I'm looking for. Quantify. Yeah. Quantify. Sorry. No, you were right. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I, I see exactly what you're saying. And, and sure, if he's really the one that's giving up all these chances, sure. But I think right now it's, and you said it, you got to really look at the production, especially when you're signing these huge contracts to guys. Cause like, sure. Like defense, uh, like means a lot, a lot to a team. But just look at a team like the Islanders, where they where they set up an entire system around defense, and they have different guys just plugging in holes and just playing that same game, and it works for them, right? Well, so you're paying also, guys for the production. You're paying guys for how many points they're putting out there, even if they're on the defensive side of the puck or well, so, how points they're producing. So here's my counter to that, though. It's so it's like John Carlson, right? He puts up the most points on the, as a defenseman, right? Mm-hmm. Who's he usually on the ice with? Ovechkin. Well, exactly. That's why I said on a team like he, where he's on, it works for him to be a little bit looser on the puck. But so the thing is, though, how many of those points are probably secondary assists? I haven't looked at it, so I don't know. But a lot of them are probably secondary assists. Hmm. So he passes to somebody who passes to Ovechkin. That's a point for him. True. Power play. Power play is unstoppable in Washington. Same thing probably there. And I'm going to call out my bias right here. Quinn Hughes has a lot of secondary assists. Quinn Hughes. So he, you know, that's, that's also something I try to keep in mind. I'm not as hacking you for it, but it's probably, you know, it's, you know what I mean? It's definitely something to consider. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to our top three. Yeah, uh, no, I got you uh, all riled up. No, I'm not riled up. No, you know if I was riled up, salty Canucks fan. Um, number three is Seth Jones for me. Uh, Seth Jones. Incredible defenseman. Again, as my previous two, he's not too flashy, but again, great on the puck, great offensively, great defensively. Uh, just a solid overall guy and defenseman, and uh, yeah, yeah. Um, number three, Roman Yossi. He won the Norris this season, mm-hmm. so uh, he's definitely going to be up there on any list, I think. Yeah. So yeah, put him in at number three. Okay. Number two, yeah, I have Roman Yossi at number two. Okay. Um, one of the best uh, two-way defensemen in the league. Agreed. Uh, incredible. You know, again, he controls play when he's on the ice. Uh, you know, he's a presence. You know when he's on the ice, you know. And uh yeah, Romeo is a great player. That's very big in our top three, I think. Yeah. Especially considering who you've left out so far, so I don't know who You know exactly who's number one. Yeah. Who's uh, your number two? Number two, I have Mr. Eight point eight million dollars himself. Alex Patangelo. What? Yeah. Fifty two fifty two points last season. Again, I like the points on defense, bro. Oh, Damien. Dude, he also he also ah. Look, bro. I'm all about production. Number 2? Number 2. I could see top 10. Number 2? Again, it's this is a fluid list. It flows. Fluid list. What is this diarrhea? Bro. It's a fluid, fluid list. list. Who do you have number Um you said you're two, right? No, yeah, shit, I said my, my number 2. All right. You know, we we both have the same number one. I want to hear it from your mouth. Victor Hedman. Fucking incredible. I've said it multiple times, multiple episodes. If if I if I was just uh, starting off playing hockey like when I was 13, again, Victor Hedman would be the person who I would model my game against or model my game for or towards. Yeah. Yeah, towards. Yeah, towards. 
Uh, you know, guy's a huge body. He's what six 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 seven, but doesn't look out of place in his skating. Not at all. Excellent passing. Excellent shot. Excellent Dude is presence, six, bro. Man. Dude is insane. Like you see him, you think it's a glitch in the TV. Yeah. Like it's disgusting. Victor Hemmings, di- yeah, Victor Hemmings, nasty as I fuck. I still on the have ice. nightmares of that Eastern Conference Finals, dude. Dude, he's a fucking sick player. He- I love watching him play. And again, the same as the OC, you could you could tell when he's on the oh, ice. I'm better step an alley for you. Seeing his clapper, shout out the clapper report. T H E C L A P P E R R E P O R T. Check us out on Instagram. See, like alley oop, or. <laughs> I guess alright never mind I'm not gonna say that it's too cringe but um <laughs> I had another joke I'm not going there my girlfriend right she doesn't yeah. watch hockey she Sorry. doesn't know many hockey players it do be like that especially if they're not on the Islanders mm-hmm. right but I think she knows Victor Hedman's name I think she'll actually know oh, his yeah. name because of how many times I was like fuck he's on the fuck Victor fuck <laughs> he's on the bugging out so bug and redacted bug and redacted dude is insane yeah. he's number one on the list at least we agreed on one thing on this list and it's victor hemmett at number yeah, one yeah wait who, how many players do we have in our top 10 that were the same uh we have four five six seven we had seven out of ten players right, so, uh, within the top 10 you didn't really like my arrangement but no because what i the ones i had were mark giordano jacob slavin and no did you have uh, Warinsky or Jones? No, I did not. All right, so we had six out of ten. Yeah, so hmm. I had, yeah, I had Giordano, Warinsky, Slavin, it's and Jones. Baby, I'm all about the production. You're all about production the production value. You're all about the Pulak being fucking eight or whatever the fuck he was. He could be lower. He honestly could be lower on that list. Look, Quinn Hughes could be lower too. I can't even lie. But that, that that becomes a thing of like, oh shit, I say that he's like number what, four or five, and then everybody's going to be like, oh, what the hell? Islander fan. He's I, I not think he's top great. 10. No, he is top 10. No, he's fucking not. He's he has potential 10. to be top 10. He's going to be top 10. Dude, I'm telling Cap. you. When the Islanders Cap. resign him, they get a couple. They, if they resign him. No, I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. I just but I'm all to about that production value, you know? Even our, even our podcast. Trying to get the best production we can. Yeah. Woo. I don't know. I'm gonna air it out now. We got lights now. We Let's should go. be having videos soon. I I, I want to do it. Let's go. Have video clips will be on YouTube. Our Instagram clips will be sick. Hey. You actually get to see us actually yelling at each other. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. We're actually we, pretty not problematic with each other. I know. It. I feel like as we go along, it might get there. Well, not I mean, playing. this list just proves it, dude. You're a fucking idiot. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, I understand. I understand the whole side. offensive production. I understand it. That's my. Main, I just disagree. That's my main go-to, bro. That's my main go. All right, cool. Well, I think that was a great episode. I liked it. Pretty seas. I had Pretty nar I had fun. Uh, yeah. You had fun with your uh, your big mother pumpkin. Shit, I can't even look at that fucking pumpkin, bro. So it's disgusting. Uh, that does it again for another week of the Clapper Report. Uh, yeah. We already did the Instagram read down, but again. Please follow us on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Two great ways to communicate with us, especially Instagram. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcast and you made it this far, please leave us a review. It means a lot more than you think it would. Um, yeah. Um, for this week, um, if you're just reviewing, tell us your favorite 
Tell us your favorite soda. Favorite soda. Yeah, you just you just rate it five stars and go Sprite. Honestly, bro, really quick, mine. I think I'm gonna have to go with Dr Pepper, dude. I could see it. Dr. I like Pepper. Dr Pepper a lot. Dr Pepper. Sprite's, Sprite's mine. I think Dr Pepper's top three for me. Well, okay, McDonald's Sprite well, is superior okay, to regular Sprite. Sprite. Is like God. That doesn't even count. It's, no, I'm talking about Mc- regular Sprite. Oh, regular Sprite. Because McDonald's Sprite is obviously the best thing in the world. That is insane. That is cracked. They don't do- like. If I could drink McDonald's Sprite or beer for the rest of my life, I'd probably do McDonald's Sprite. <laughs> yeah, that's big. I love beer. Big news. Um, so yeah, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you're uh, listening to us on Spotify, please leave us a follow. Give us a follow and download an episode too. Yeah. I heard that helps. Yeah, if you could download this episode for us, that would mean a lot as well. Um, great interaction with everybody. Um, news, I think I told you, I sent you a text. We actually just hit over 500 listens across Yo, the board. Yo, let's go. So, Shout out to all you guys. It all starts with you. Our friends and family. Y'all are the best for uh, sharing us. Think about it. People have listened like 500 separate times. Have somebody like that's actually, actually listened? And it's not even like starts. That's like listen. So that's after like two, three minutes of listening. No, I think it's after five minutes or so. Or five minutes. Yeah. So that's actually people that's actually awesome. listening to what we have to say, which is actually crazy. really great. Yeah. That's pretty cool, especially because we've only been doing. I mean, you know, we're probably not going to be making like millions of listens or whatever, but like especially because we've only been doing it like maybe three months or so. Yeah. And, and from nothing. It's not like we had like any type of a... Uh, yeah, we had, we're just two beforehand. idiots. Yeah, just two guys who were like, you know what? We're going to do Drunk on it. Xbox playing Call of Duty like, hey, do you want to start a, uh, a hockey podcast? It's like, yeah, bro, sure. And, it's literally how it started. But I, I'm, I'm happy, though, because a lot of times that I've had those drunken late night Xbox conversations and they kind of just fall to the wayside, kind of like, yeah, hey, we'll get to it one day. We'll do it one day. <laughs> But it was actually something that we actually followed up on and actually took the time to think about and plan it out and realize, wait, we can actually do this. And, and we're doing cool. pretty well for ourselves. And it's cool. It's pretty chill. For 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 starting out in that corner on one <laughs> microphone, splitting the microphone, uh, it, it's cool. It's cool. So yeah. uh, thank you again, everybody. It means a lot. And uh, we'll see you again here next week. Thank you, guys. Take it easy.